Welcome to Ask Cadence, everyone, the project management podcast. My name is Pete Wright, and I'm sitting here again with John Patton. Hello, John. Good morning, Pete. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you as well, sir. So we have a, uh, you know, usually we come to the table here and we talk about these problem cards that we get from our classes. Our attendees in these project management classes, they write their most grisly project management problems. This is a little bit different. You received a a support call from a graduate about an issue they're dealing with a little bit more personally, and I, I think it's a fascinating discussion. So we're going to take this one on managing your career when you're in an acquisition situation. Mm-hmm. So tell us, tell us a little bit about the call. Well, Pete, let me frame it. Uh, to anybody who takes any one of our seminars, we give them uh, on-call email supported, no charge uh, for the rest of their career. And this was a call that I got from a person who'd uh, been through our uh, three-day seminar in project management. And uh, he, uh, I had known him as a senior project manager and, and really pretty good. And uh, he called me up and he said that he had recently taken a promotion into management. And he'd been um, uh, promised this job as a manager of project managers. But to do so, he needed to move to uh, headquarters. Uh, for this uh, company he worked at. And, Presumably a significant move. Uh, significant move, yes, and but a 2,000-mile move. Okay. And three weeks later, his company was purchased. Uh, makes, you, makes you wonder a little bit. Yes. You know, he, he said, here, I've moved my family, kids in a new school, right. and the company painted this good picture for me, but they had to know that they were going through an acquisition. Right. And I said, yes, but you know, how could they share it with you? These things are usually highly uh, confidential. Well, the company that purchased him, uh, their company was double the size of the company that he was in. And so he he says, uh, well, gosh, what about these promises? That was the first question. I said, well, they're made with the best of intentions, but just consider all bets off. Now, when you say all bets off, you're talking about a relationship between the company and this person you're speaking yes. with here. The, they the they made promises to him, and now that the acquisition has happened, those promises are now all but forgotten. Well, the, the people that were acquired won't forget those promises. Mm-hmm. However, the management changes. It depends on how the acquisition goes. Right. They no longer have the authority and, and well, there, uh, there is, to there be is, good. Pete, there, there's political jockeying that goes on. We've got to be right. realistic. And e- even for the most um, positive sorts of acquisitions, there is a settling out. Mm-hmm. Among the managers, you know, and what are we going to be as a company? We have some intent. We did our due diligence. But, you know, what does this person now who's left the network of his previous residence and location and is now 2,000 miles away, has a good relationship with the former owners of the company, uh, and what is he going to do? So you have to imagine he has these feelings of, am I really, am I starting over? Am I starting over? Am I going to have a job? Yeah. You know, so um, he he asked for advice. And in in giving advice like this, I I try to put things in a a very short sentence, Mm -hmm. you know, so the person can remember it sort of as as a mantra. And so I said to him, your theme is make yourself valuable and visible. No matter what the new uh, political situation, make yourself valuable and visible. Now, you've been given a, a, a management position here, a manager of project managers. How many people do you have? He said, well, I have nine. 
how many project managers are there overall in the different locations for this company? He said 27. Ah, well, that's a that's pretty good. You've got one third of them. Uh, I would suspect that these managers or these project managers are pretty uncertain right about now uh, on you know where the company is going. They're probably as uncertain as you are. So as a new manager, one of the things that you can do is give them security, saying, I'm here to represent you. Come talk to me at any time. I want to get to know you. I'm a new manager. So make yourself visible and valuable to your subordinates, to the new people that, that you are managing. And uh, they're, when they're successful, you're going to be uh, perceived as successful as a manager. Absolutely. Next, look up. Look up uh, to the to the people above you. They're going to be trying to get the best deal they can for the organization that they used to manage. There may be some changes. There may be some new titles, different titles. Uh, some people are going to be happy. Some people are going to be not so happy as a result. But right now, what you need to do is position yourself in front of them as a person who is granting them a great deal of trust with regard to your future, future career. Since they're going to be spending time uh, in really positioning themselves for assignments and the rest of their organization for assignments, pick up as much of their jobs as you can. Ask them continually, is there anything else I can do? What can I do to help? Uh, here's what I'm hearing from my people. Here's what I've told them. Is this aligned with strategy as it is developing? Accentuating that visibility and the value. And I imagine, um, you know, not to sort of put words in, in this project manager's mouth, but that's in this case where you're coming in managing project managers that may or may not have worked for the acquiring company, mm -hmm. that you want to make sure you're a value in both directions yes. to make sure you're not just sort of a, an empty suit. That's correct. You know, uh, people who who don't have a sense of purpose, a sense of mission for uh, an organization of any size that they have, in this case it's, it's nine people, ten including him, right. he's got to have a sense of his mission. When he's got a sense of mission, he'll be able to articulate the value proposition of his unit. Now, in, in acquisitions and reorganizations, any unit that doesn't have a clear purpose tends to get reorganized out of existence right. or combined or even uh, eliminated. So, Pete, this occurred a, a year ago. Do we know, uh, have you kept in touch with this person? How yes. did it shake out? Yes. Please, tell, I, me, I <laughs> talk, tell me there's a punchline. <laughs> uh, yes, there is. I talked to him um, uh, a week ago. Uh, he is now uh, officially manager of the project master managers in the eastern part of the United States. His headcount has increased from 9 to 11. He's happy in his job. He's busy. And uh, the, the, the confidence uh, in his voice was, uh, was really pretty good, pretty clear. So uh, I, 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 I guess my bottom line is, is job well done. Right. I provided some advice. This person listened, but it was really not me, it was that person. And their ability to embrace the uncertainty of the acquisition and create a pool of certainty around them, of stability, so that people weren't spending their whole day in unproductive discussions about what will happen, but, but 
putting them to work. Right. Um, in this case, generating income for the for the company. John, we we talk about. Uh, you know, we, I know you spend time talking about personal skills in project management, mm -hmm. right? And and it seems to me so much of these transitions uh, in acquisition, you're dealing with the nuance of ego. Right, the nuance or sledgehammer that could be ego, and how you how you actually uh, manage these sensitive relationships. Can you share any insight beyond just the tactical? Be valuable and visible, which could serve anyone. Are there any insights of of actually how you how you manage these personal and professional relationships with folks uh, as, well, as you work with teams? I I really always counsel. In terms of avoidance, Pete, uh, avoid self-pride. Avoid uh, an exalted self-image. Avoid worrying about getting recognition. If you're doing a good job, it'll come. So in, in making yourself valuable and visible, make the work that you're doing visible. And if you're adding value to the company and making that added value visible, the rest will come and you will be appreciated. But, but um, you know, in the interpersonal skills, anything that smacks of I'm not appreciated, I'm not getting my due, is very transparent and causes people to withdraw. If it's a no-nonsense, let's get down to work, let's get things done, there are things to do. Um, by the way, uh, I'm counting on you representing uh, us well, and I'm here to support in any way I can. Mm -hmm. That's what higher level managers love to hear from people. Good work, good attitude yes. gets noticed. Yes. Great tips, John. I'm so I'm really relieved that the story ends well. Well, it's it's always wonderful to be able to be able to talk about a good ending. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, John, for your time today. Uh, as ever, folks, make sure you're visiting uh, visiting us on the web at cadencemc.com and subscribe to the show in iTunes. It is the single best way to ensure you don't miss a single episode of Project Management Podcast. Uh, my name is Pete Wright. On behalf of John Patton, thanks so much for your time, and we'll catch you again next week on Ask Cadence, the Project Management Podcast. <laughs>